In today's Mishnah, we learn the fourth and fifth Mishnah from the sixth Parakamasech de Ruvin. And we've been discussing the concept of Bittl Rishot. And we've explained that is when, if one of the, one of the residents in a, in a shared Chatzar forgets to contribute to the heir of Chatzarot, he's able to Mavatel Rishot, be able to forgo his rights in the Chatzar, thereby allowing everybody else to carry in the Chatzar. So Mishnah says, When can one actually do this Bittl Rishot? Beit Shammai says, Beit Shammai, the school of Shammai explained, they're restricted to prior to Shabbat. However, Beit Hillel, Beit Hillel says, one is even able to do so on Shabbat itself. The Gemara explains that the reason why Beit Shammai restricts it to Erev Shabbat because they understand that Bitter Rashud is tantamount to a kinyan, to an acquisition, to a transfer of ownership. And kinyanim acquisitions are not allowed on Shabbat, therefore one would have to do this Bittu Rishul prior to Shabbat. However, Beit Hill disagree. They view Bittu Rishul as simply, not as a kinyan, but simply uh, removing oneself from a chatzer. And one's allowed to walk away or move, remove themselves from a chatzer on Shabbat, and therefore you could do it on Shabbat. Mishnah says, Mishnah tan If someone was mavata the Rishut, the Hotzi, and then took his kalim out into the chatzer, prior to any of the other residents taking their kelim into the chatzar. Now, in those circumstances, one is able to mevatel reshut. One is able to, sorry, mevatel the bitulah, meaning they're able to un, go, go back on the fact of mevatel reshut. However, if the, uh, the other residents actually placed uh, the items in the chatzar, then he wouldn't be able to retract or go back on his bitul. So the Mishnah says, if he took his kelim into the chatzar, whether he did it by mistake or whether he did it, whether he did it deliberately, meaning he did it for the express purpose of saying, I'm going back on my bitul, Mishnah says, in both situations, he's gone back on his bitul and he would make it asor for everybody in the chatzar to carry in that area. That's opinion of Rebbe Meir. Now, according to Rabbi Meir, really only Bemezid, only if he did deliberately, would he be going back on his betel. However, he was concerned that if we, if we permitted it in the case of Shogeg, then meaning we wouldn't consider as if he's gone back on his betel, then people would make a mistake and think that's also the law um, if he did deliberately and make an error. Consequently, he made Xera in the case of Shogeg as well. However, Rabbi Huda says, disagrees, Rabbi Huda Omer, Bemezid Oser. Only if he did it took these items out before the other occupants deliberately to go back on his bittel, only then would he ruin it for them, and he'd be going back on his bittel, and they wouldn't be able to carry her in the chatzar. However, if he did it by mistake, then Bashogig, then he, he, then he says, Eino Oser, it doesn't ruin it for everybody else, and he disagrees with Rabbi Meir that there's a need to make a Let's now learn Mishnah. Hey, Mishnah says, Bal habayit shashutaf So this Mishnah deals with shituf mavoy. So just to recap, if... Just like in a shared chatzar, they would have to com- the occupants in order to carry, they would have to combine with the erev chatzar, which involved giving specifically bread, everyone contributing bread and placing it in one of the houses, in order to carry in a shared mavoy. This is a an alleyway onto which all different chatzar open up. Each of the chatzar would have to also contribute. But this time they could give anything, they could give wine if they wanted to, and they would have to contribute and place it in one of the chatzayrot. Uh, chatzay so the Mishnah says, if there's a balabite, one of the residents in one of the chatzayrot, is shutaf, he already has a business partnership with his shchenim, and each of them he has partnerships, say, with wine, and these are business partnerships, then he wouldn't have to make a, another shituf mavoy. 
And that is because we're assuming, according to the Bartonura, that the, although all, they're all partners and taking the wine in one kli, then that business partnership would satisfy the requirement of making a shittuf and you wouldn't have to make another one to combine them together. However, and if he has with one of them a partnership with wine and another one with oil, then since minastam they'll be in different kalim, different utensils, then according to the, the first opinion, the Chachamim, we say tzruchim la'rev, they'd have to make another shittuf the, the business partnerships would not satisfy the requirement. Uh, Rabbi Shimon disagrees. Rabbi Shimon that even if he has a partnership with one with wine, another one with oil, the business partnerships alone is enough to satisfy the requirement making a shituf, despite the fact they might not actually all be in separate kalim. Importantly, the Kati says that the, the halacha is not like Rebbe Shimon. One extra point I want to just mention now, and this is mentioned, brought up by the Bartanura. He says as follows, if when they made the shit of Mavoy, they made it with bread, since an heir of Chatzera, one would also need to make it with bread normally, then they, then we could simply rely on the shit of Mavoy that they're all doing together to also satisfy the requirements of making an heir of Chatzerot. However, if they did a shit of with, with wine, then we say that they're not, they wouldn't be relying on the wine for the for the area of the to satisfy the requirements for the area of Chatzerot. Why? Because it's what's called Kadesh Lotishkah Torat Eruv Minatinokot. Out of concern that if they simply would do it with wine, there's a concern that they would, ultimately people might forget the concept of Eruv Chatzerot and the need to do it with bread. So consequently, in that case, they'd have to make a separate Eruv Chatzerot as well. Those are the Mishnah today.